0: by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Two four five six thousand. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com/bill, or you can call one eight hundred two four five six thousand. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. So Donald Trump back in the game. He's channeling Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, I don't know how many of you uh, realize that I'm a big Teddy guy. He lived about 15 miles east of me here on Long Island. Magnificent place, Sagamore Hill. If you ever around, go up and see it. Um, and Teddy was quite, quite the character. So Teddy Roosevelt. Um, left office in 1908, and uh, William Taft took over as president. Teddy didn't like Taft, all right? So Teddy decided in in 1912 to run again as a populist, almost exactly like Donald Trump is running. Trump's not a party guy. He's running as a populist. So Teddy ran as a populist. He thought he could beat Taft and Woodrow Wilson. So the third party, bull moose party well Teddy got his butt kicked he didn't he didn't do well and but he brought taft down and Wilson became president for eight years and some people say Wilson was a dreadful president it's a very controversial guy so I I was thinking about Teddy when I was watching the Trump speech last night uh, because it was uh, an interesting exercise in populism as I said Trump is not a doctrinaire conservative or a Republican Party guy, but he has to run on that ticket. But I don't know if the ticket is going to embrace him. And that is the subject of this evening's talking points memo. So it is a tough pathway for Donald Trump. There are 538 electoral votes all together in this country. 270 are needed to win the presidency. Trump cannot win 210 of those those states will not vote for him under any circumstances. He can win 219. That leaves 109 electoral votes up for grabs in eight states, including Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, all problematic for Donald Trump. He got to win two out of the three of those. Now what he has going for him, an advantage that Trump has, is that things in America will get worse in the next two years because Joe Biden is so incompetent, it's almost beyond belief. If you are following what's happening at the southern border, it's it's almost beyond belief that a sitting president of the United States would make no attempt to stem millions of foreign nationals from illegally entering this country. And Biden will not do it. And he's not going to do it. Okay? So that, the economy, violent crime, foreign relations, all are going to get worse in the next two years because Biden cannot govern this country. And of course, he's not going to run again. All right, His own party doesn't want him to run again. So that's a huge advantage for Donald Trump because the way it is now, okay, in November 2022, is not the way it's going to be. In January 2024, when the campaign will start in earnest, the disadvantage that Trump has is that he has a competitor who is very successful. That would be Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. DeSantis was the big winner last week in a midterm vote. There's no doubt about it. He is on the world stage. He wants to run for president. He is raising money. He is visiting other states. He is doing what he has to do to lay the groundwork. Now, unlike Trump, DeSantis can't start running tomorrow and announce. He can't. He was just reelected as governor. He's got to govern Florida for at least a year. He's got to. So Trump can do the rallies, can run around, he can do whatever he want, reignite the MAGA base. That's why the speech was held last night. Trump knew that DeSantis was gaining momentum, and he had to get out there and reignite his base. I don't know whether it's going to work or not. Okay, because there are... Republicans who have had enough of Donald Trump. Maybe you <laughs> watching tonight. So it's a division, and the division hurts the Republican Party. All the Democrats want is a bloody primary in between DeSantis and Trump. That's what they're praying for, to injure the party, just like Teddy Roosevelt and William Taft. The same thing. Okay. So the speech last night for the first 18 minutes was stellar when you are looking at it from a political point of view, not a party or ideological point of view. Political, it was a very sharp speech. No mention of 2020 election, thank God. Americans do not wanna hear that, okay? The first round of the speech was what Trump accomplished. And he did accomplish quite a few good things for this country. Anyone who says he did not is lying to you or so stupid you shouldn't be having a conversation with them anyway, one or the other. So Trump, you know, rolled out his accomplishments and he kept them tight so everybody could understand. Then he went into attacking Biden, which is pretty easy at this point.
1: Roll sound by one. Now we have a president who falls asleep at global conferences was held in contempt by the British Parliament over Afghanistan. Thanks to the words of wisdom, he said thank you to the wrong country for inviting him to a major summit on the environment, of all things. They fly for days to get there, and then he calls the country a name that was actually a country on another continent and he's leading us to the brink of nuclear war, a concept unimaginable just two short years ago.
0: Okay, so, I mean, that's not hard to do. You just take and disassemble Joe Biden, and uh, Republicans want to hear that. I don't know how many independents want to hear it, but independents should be listening to that.
1: And then Trump lowers the boom. Go. It's crazy what's happening. We can't let it continue. Joe Biden is the face of left-wing failure and Washington corruption. He had a big G20 dinner tonight. Everybody flew over to wherever they flew over, and guess what, he never showed up. They're still looking for him. What's going on? That's true.
0: He didn't show up at the big dinner at Biden, which I said yesterday was almost unheard of for the leader of the free world, particularly when you had that missile thing in Poland, which we'll get to. Okay, so for the first, 18 minutes, good speech. But the speech lasted one hour and four minutes and 19 seconds. So Donald Trump then went into the Dion zone. Remember Dion, the singer, the wanderer? Great song. And, and he just started to wander all over the place. And he, he, somebody told him, don't be a bomb thrower, don't be hysterical out there. So he was lower key than usual. But an hour... And four minutes? No, no. That speech should have wrapped up in 20 minutes. That's all you need. Get your point across, get the crowd jazzed, and get off. So that tells me that still management of the Trump campaign is not where it should be. Okay, You can't be rambling on for an hour. He will. He, you know, he'll have his rallies, and that's what he'll do. Now, I wrote a message of the day that predicts what will happen now. Oh, and I hope you read it on BillOReilly.com. Don't have to be a member. Every morning, a message of the day. Go in. I'm going to do this. Is going to happen now. Here's how the media is going to treat Trump. Here's going to, this is what is likely to happen. I can predict with certainty about the media. I can't predict the political nature of this because I don't know how bad things are going to get in America. They're going to get bad, but I don't know how bad. And I don't know the relationship between DeSantis and Trump. If they go at each other in mutual destruction, the Democrats win. And I'm sure of that. So that's where we are today. And again, it is a tough pathway for Trump. Not impossible because of Biden's incompetence. Okay, let's do this missile thing. So I'm on the air yesterday on the No Spin News, and I hope many of you saw it and listened to it. And in my ear right here, there's there's a electronic gizmo where my producer can talk directly to me. So she says a Russian missile just killed two people in Poland. All right. And I'm talking to you as I'm hearing this in my ear. So I have to make an instantaneous decision. Okay, do I report that to you on the No Spin News Or do I wait and see what the situation is? Because it is the fog of war, I waited. I'm experienced journalist enough to know that first reports out of a war zone are almost always wrong. And this thing got totally out of control fast. This missile killing two poor Polish farmers. But we didn't know for sure where the missile came from. Now they say it was a Ukraine air defense missile, not a Russian missile. But who knows? You still don't have the definitive situation. But right after the story broke, unfortunately, there was kind of mini
2: hysteria. Roll the tape. We start here. If World War III begins between Russia and NATO, history or what's left of it will note today, November 15th, 2022 as the point of no return.
0: Now, Leland Vitterd is a good, solid reporter. And he did a lot of overseas work for Fox when I was there. He made a mistake. He whipped it up. Now, not a big mistake. I mean, but that was echoed by, I saw it last night. Oh, (laughs) yeah. And then Biden himself, without really knowing what the deuce happened, comes out and says this, go.
1: There was total unanimity among
0: the folks at the table. And we also discussed the latest series of Russian missile attacks, which are continuing the brutality and inhumanity that they've demonstrated throughout this war against Ukrainian cities and civilian infrastructures. And uh, it's, they, they've been totally unconscionable what they're doing totally unconscious. And that's true. Okay. And nothing will happen from this uh, missile thing um, because I do believe it probably was a Ukrainian defensive missile that went off course and landed in Poland. If I'm wrong, obviously I'll tell you, but it doesn't look like it's going to get, this story probably disappears pretty fast. So what I decided to do to be fair, we're always fair here. And by the way, I will cover Trump in a disciplined way, as I just did, okay? Um, And we're not gonna root for anybody or do anything like that, okay? So I decided, I asked myself, look, I want two Trump people who are Republicans, all right, to talk about Donald Trump. One that supports Donald Trump's run and one that does not, but they have to be Republicans. So the first one is Corinne Clark. She comes to us from Washington, D.C. She's a co-founder of FreepressFail.com. First of all, what is FreepressFail.com? What is that?
3: Uh, We're a conservative media company. Uh, We try to be the alternative to a lot of the fake news that started around Trump's first run in 2016 and just hasn't stopped. Um, And you can find us at FreepressFail.com.
0: Okay, so people go there and they see what on the website? Uh,
3: A lot of counter to mainstream narratives, like this uh, Trump-DeSantis narrative, actually. Um, A lot of Biden gaffes, because there are many. And um, any coverage of Trump derangement syndrome, which is rampant in the mainstream media, uh, he's living rent-free in their heads. And we cover when they make that clear.
0: Okay. So you believe that Donald Trump running for president is a good thing and you support him, correct?
3: Yes. But I also think that everybody should be able to run in a primary. It's, uh, I think a lot of people are discouraging Trump from running in a primary, ironically, because they are worried that he is going to win it, which says that they are not actually anti-Donald Trump, they are anti-Trump voters. And I think that that is a short-sighted thing, and um, it's insulting, frankly.
0: Okay, but based upon the data I just gave you, Corinne, the 210 electoral votes are impossible for Trump to win. Does that change your opinion at all?
3: Uh, The map that you presented is terrible and it looks exactly like a map that most Republicans would face. I don't see that changing dramatically for any Republican nominee. And if anyone was going to change that, I think it would be Trump, as we've just seen with uh, Lee Zeldin's race in New York, he didn't win it. He made the most progress that any Republican has made in New York history recently uh, for a statewide race. And that is largely due to the support of Donald Trump. So I think if if that map is going to look any better than what you presented, it's probably going to be under Trump than anyone else.
0: Okay, but in order for that to change, two things would have to happen: the economy in America would have to get worse, which I think it will. Very good chance that it will. And two, that Trump himself would have to change a little bit and stop with the election stuff, even his. Uh, MAGA supporters are tired of hearing about that and they know it's not a winner. Do you agree? Um,
3: I don't I think that's been a mainstream narrative for a long time and everybody since 2015 has been giving Donald Trump a list of things he needs to change about himself if he wants to be successful. And then he won an election in 2016 and still the same people have a new list of things that Donald Trump should change about himself if he wants to be successful. There are a bunch of people in the media and in politics, even in Republican politics, as we've seen, that will just never like Trump and they will never like who he is and how he talks and how he cares about certain issues. They will never agree with him. And repeatedly, Republican voters have shown that they do like that. They do like how he talks. They don't care about the tweets. They don't want him to change. That was okay. evidence when we won the, in 2016, and then the, when he won 11 million more votes than he won in 2016. In 2020,
0: that's all that's true. The time
3: they told him to change.
0: That's all true, but that was before the election controversy and January 6th. So um, you believe at this point that Donald Trump has a legitimate chance of recapturing the White House by not changing anything, just Trump being Trump. Is that correct?
3: I think to capture the White House is going to be difficult for any Republican nominee for the reasons that you just showed on the map. That's going to be tough for any Republican. That's not just a Trump map. That is a GOP versus Democrat map. This isn't the Reagan era where we can actually sweep 525 electoral votes. And I wish that it was. But the maps just don't work like that anymore. Okay. I do think that Trump should not uh, bow to the establishment. And that's... That's his strength, and I think his supporters recognize that. And um, that's why they don't want him to run, not because, well, they don't want him to run because they don't like him and they think he's going to win. That's what's funny.
0: Well, there's no question that he didn't bow, that the MAGA uh, brigades remain loyal to him. But at this point, that's not enough. He's got to get independent voters to come back to him, Um, and if the economy worsens, then you will have a chance because he did run the country pretty well economically. Corinne, thanks very much. Now, let's bring in a Republican who does not believe that Donald Trump uh, is a good candidate in uh, 24. His name is Chris Russo. He's the owner of Worldwide Wealth Group, big financial advisor. He comes from uh, my neighborhood, uh, Westbury, Long Island. Now, um, the MAGA people are thrilled that Donald Trump is going to announce tonight that he's going to run for president, but you're not so thrilled. Why?
2: Well, let me first uh, stop by saying thanks for having me on the program. Um, I was a Trump supporter, voted for him the last two times. I love Donald Trump. When I see him come on TV, it puts a smile on my face. I love his, uh, I love his style, but the way that the voters showed, um, you know, uh, last Tuesday that, uh, it's just basically impossible. The party is the, the the party is looking for new blood. They're looking for somebody that's more exciting. And, uh, and that's Ron DeSantis. And I just don't see any other road. You know, if you couldn't win in 2020, I don't see the, uh, the ability of doing it 2024 after, you know, what happened last Tuesday night.
0: So for you, it's about, uh, realism it's about look you want a republican to be the next president you don't believe trump can win because trump did govern the country fairly effectively particularly in the economic world in which you live i'm sure you prospered in the 4 years that donald trump was president right
2: i i loved the the, uh, the markets when uh, when trump was in control i mean it was uh, advantageous for me financially clients loved it but you know for me it was really um The last year of his presidency, which kind of turned me off. And then January 6th to me was just a disqualifying event. I don't know if he had bad information or if it was just an ego thing. But at the end of the day, it's not always about what's beneficial for yourself. It's what you think is beneficial for your country. And I just don't see, A, Trump being um, the—I just don't see him having any opportunity For me, I would probably be a Republican that uh, just wouldn't show up to the polls. I just wouldn't show
0: up. There's no way at this point you would vote for Donald Trump, even if the economy worsened, which I think it might under Biden in two years. Um, Even if uh, DeSantis doesn't prove to be a good candidate, because we don't know on the national level how he'll perform. So you're just not going to vote for Trump, period. Is that right?
2: I from a conscious standpoint, I can't do it. I mean, look, and that's Biden's because America.
0: but pinpoint the exact reason you can't do it. Why? What what is it that Trump did in your mind that prevents you voting for him?
2: OK, so the, the country is so divided. Right. And it's not right. necessarily all because of Trump, but he has um, he's extremely divisive. Right. And at this point, the people have spoken. They're not looking for no. You know, but I want to know about control. I
0: want to know about you, Chris Russo. I want to know about well, you. My, my what was, what what thing is was, it
2: that January would prevent 6th your for vote? me was was uh, was you disqualified to be the president of the United States? If you're gonna okay, go now to Now, the do you blame party, him? Do you blame Trump for January 6th? Do I? Bl- I think that um, I think that I don't think he thought it was going to get as carried away as it as it you know, as it gotten, uh, the whole statements about Pence and, you know, telling his supporters and, and other Republicans also telling supporters that Pence had the ability to, to to declare if Biden's the president or not. That's just a bunch of BS. And at the end of the day, you know, even though he fits my needs and what I, what I like, the alpha male, um, the markets, tough on China, immigration, he fits all the criterias that I approve of, doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best for the overall country. And that's the way that I look at it. I look at it from a, a, uh, you know, a value standpoint, and I'm not gonna compromise my values just because I like the guy.
0: Okay, Chris, that's a very interesting point of view. We appreciate you coming on. Tell us about it, thanks very much. Thanks. Okay, so there you have it. Um, I think there is a division in the Republican Party. I think uh, Ron DeSantis' stunning victory in Florida The red wave down in the Sunshine State uh, changed the equation, certainly, because now Republicans are taking a look at him, and DeSantis does check off all the conservative boxes. However, as I said, the MAGA people are very, very loyal. And, um, you know, a real slugout between Trump and DeSantis would hurt the Republican Party. There's No doubt it will. And if DeSantis is uh, shrewd, Uh, If he's a uh, perceptive political player, he'll try to avoid that slug out as long as possible. You know, he he won't do the daily insult du jour that Trump will probably engage in because that's what Donald Trump does. Um, But if they get in and they're ripping each other's throats out, the Democrats and the progressive media, they're going to love that. So anyway, that's my take, and you heard two other takes. And uh, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com, like to hear from you what you think about all this. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com Bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. 877-444-GOLD, or tax GOLD to 65532. All right, American politics, let's go to the House. Um, they're still not definitively calling it for the Republicans, but it is going to be a Republican majority in the House of Representatives. I got the number today at 221. That's the O'Reilly number, okay? And uh, 218 is needed for the majority. Now, it is a scandal that California and Alaska and what happened in Nevada and Arizona, there should be federal monitors in there right now. Right now. You can't not count the votes. And California is not counting them. And they're all Republican districts, they're just not counting them. "Ah, We're not going to count them. Boom. Federal monitors go in. OK, but Biden's never going to do that. He didn't even know about it. It's <laughs> like that. But it's so frustrating for those of us who want honest elections. Um, now, as we said yesterday, once the Republicans gain control of the House, you say goodbye to Nancy Pelosi. Thank God. And then the Republicans have a, a pretty wide range of things they can do. They could invent. Uh, investigate Hunter Biden they could investigate why Joe Biden won't take any action on the border which is a violation of American immigration law Biden's violating the law they could do that in their committee meetings just like January 6th Trump uh, the riot Republicans could set it up and do all that and Democrats can't stop them okay and in addition the House will be a restraint on spending, which we desperately need if we want to bring inflation down. So joining us now uh, from Lakeland, Florida, is former Congressman Dennis Ross, a Republican. He served from 2011 to 2019 in the House. He now is the director of the American Center for Political Leadership at Southeastern University in Florida. So when you uh, saw the Trump announcement last night, As a good Republican, I assume you remain in the Republican Party. What did you think?
4: I was concerned. And please understand, I was one of the few members of Congress that was supportive of Trump early on before he got elected. I spoke at five of his rallies. I was on his transition team. Uh, I was very pleased with the tax reform package we did in December of 2017. Uh, But what sticks in my craw about the Trump administration, I think it will many of the American people, is what happened on January 6th. And, um, you know, I also know Ron DeSantis very well. We served together from 2012 until I left, and he is a very determined politician, very calculating a chess player that looks down the, down the line. Uh, I think the American people want to see a unified leader. I think they want somebody that has conservative principles, but doesn't want to divide uh, the nation in applying those principles. So I was concerned. I wasn't surprised at the speech. I wasn't surprised at the length of the speech he gave last night. Uh, and it is business as usual for the former president, who I have a great deal of respect for, and, and I think he was one of our best presidents that we've had leading up to January 6. But do not count out Ron DeSantis, and I think that, uh, absent the fact that uh, all the money has been taken out of the political arena by the Trump campaign, that um, there's a there's a there's a good path to victory for Ron DeSantis at this point.
0: Do you think he would go up against Trump in a bloody climate? Pl- Primary, because that would help uh, the Democrats for sure and hurt the Republicans. Well, I also think you know
4: d- d- President Trump is, is calculating himself, and I think that that if he could be a kingmaker, knowing that he could not be king again, if that's what the the, the odds are going to show him, uh, there's there's an opportunity that the two could work something out. Uh, but uh, I I I've never seen anybody close up as I have with Ron DeSantis being so calculated. And so effective. I mean, I remember when when he was trying to get President Trump's attention at the bill signing in December of 2017 to get his endorsement to run for governor of Florida. Uh, I, I mean, he has a game plan that, that, that he doesn't back down on and he's been running for president for quite some time. So if the two match up like two heavyweights, it would not be good for the Republican Party. And I think that uh, the American people are not going to want to see uh, the results of that battle.
0: Yeah, I mean, that would be uh, quite something because DeSantis isn't like Trump in the ad hominem attack area. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, no, he, made no, fun he is of, not. Yeah, he made fun of Chris, the Charlie Chris, and all that. But, he, but Trump's, you know, he goes right for the throat, and um, he's already uh, diminished uh, in rhetoric uh, DeSantis a little bit. Now, over to the House of Representatives, it's going to be very tight so that. Uh, The Republicans are not going to have a mandate, but the Republicans are going to be in charge of the House. Why is that important, in your opinion, for the country?
4: Well, it's very important. When we took over the House in 2011, uh, we had a large majority and had a difficult time passing a conservative agenda. But what we were able to do is to stop the agenda of the left That was done by Harry Reid and President Obama. We became the party of obstruction, the party of no, but we still a lot of work to prevent more liberal policies from being implemented by that administration. Once you have the majority in the House, you control the agenda. You have subpoena power, you have investigatory powers, and you will be able to bring in witnesses to find out why we uh, abandoned not only our, our soldiers and our allies in Afghanistan, but our equipment as well. You can bring in witnesses to find out why Hunter Biden hasn't been investigated. There are a lot of things that you can do and a lot of legislation that you can pass knowing it won't get anywhere, but it will be a message for what will happen in 2024 if you elect all Republicans in both houses and in the White House.
0: Yeah. The problem with the uh, Hunter Biden stuff um, in particular is that independent Americans, which broke for the Democrats and they were the difference in Nevada and Arizona and other states, um, they don't seem to want that. So all Republicans, yeah, all Republicans want it. All right. And I think if there is evidence that ties Hunter Biden to his father financially, that has to be investigated, that has to. Okay. Well, I I, um, I agree. Go with ahead. You. Go ahead. No, I was going to say we also saw it in the in the 2020
4: election. Did, was the election stolen or not? The, the, the American people don't really want to know anymore. They want to move forward. Yeah. Remember when, when? that. Yeah. When Nixon resigned and and Ford pardoned him back in the 70s, people wanted. Well, you can go after Nixon. You can criminal do criminal sanctions and you know penalties against him. But it wasn't for the good of America, and it cost Ford probably his reelection bid. Yeah. Americans want to go forward. They want to see a brighter future. They're willing to forgive the past as long as they know that they've got a strong, bright future ahead of them with a good leader.
0: Will that apply to Hunter Biden? No.
4: I tell you, there's a base over here in the Republican Party that wants to go after him badly. And 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 they're going to have to temper that because I don't know, like you said, for the financial uh, relationships that he may have that were done illegally, yes, I think they should go after him. Uh, but to continue to just smear him for political gain. Remember what happened when we had the select committee on Benghazi and um, then uh, leader McCarthy said, look at what we've done to the polls uh, against Hillary Clinton. He he said what people didn't want him to say was that this was a political move. And I don't think that the American public want to see us just go after Biden for political gain.
0: If there's merit to
4: it, then go for it.
0: Okay, what about the border though? You could easily impeach Joe Biden for failing to uphold immigration law. Then he took an oath to uphold it and he just won't. That's not a hard thing to do, it's pretty vivid. Do you think that might happen?
4: Well, if you've only got a four vote majority in the House, you might be able to you know, have a hearing on impeachment, but getting an impeachment proceeding and, and getting an actual impeachment vote uh, against the, the president, I think it's gonna be very difficult with those numbers. Uh, we had a, a nearly 30 vote majority at one time and we couldn't get much done. Nancy Pelosi had a five vote majority and could get everything done. It is a function of leadership and it has to be effective, assertive leadership that gets the agenda passed.
0: Well, but as you know, Pelosi used a different tactic. She said, if you don't vote my way, we're cutting your money off and we're not going to give you a cent for your reelection campaign. And House members are have to run every two years. That's why she whipped her. Uh, members into line it was always my way or no money
4: correct and also remember when uh, Mark Meadows filed the motion to vacate the chair against John Boehner and that put him at risk to be have the privilege motion called up and they would have voted with all the Democrats and a few of the Freedom Caucus to get rid of John Boehner as speaker when Nancy Pelosi becomes speaker she has that removed from her rules so they can't file the motion I can bet you that when McCarthy, as part of his package to get to become speaker with 218 Republican votes, is going to have to put in the motion to vacate the chair as part of the rules again to keep him in check by his right wing. And, and that's going to prohibit getting a lot of things done uh, under a consensus of 218 Republicans. as We, we used to refer to it as the Hastert rule that we wouldn't bring anything to the floor unless we had 218 Republicans voting for it. I don't see that happening uh, uh, with with a slim majority. It's it almost is going to have to force across the aisle negotiations to get any substantive stuff done. Otherwise, they will be the party of no, which is fine. Again, if the left wing agenda is, is that extreme, then you need to be no.
0: Right. If it's reasonable legislation, you've got to compromise. OK, um, uh, Mr. Ross, we really appreciate it. Very astute, as always. And uh, Thank thanks for taking the time for helping us out today.
1: Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Media corruption. This is some Now I know I don't have to convince you the media is corrupt. I know you already know it, but the stats are just mind-boggling. So the Media Research Center, conservative group, but their their data is pretty accurate. Analyzed Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Myers, Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, James Corden, Trevor Noah. Six shows from um, September through the election last week. These combined programs had 47 liberal guests and no conservative guests, (laughs) 47 liberal Democrats on, no conservative Republicans, none. Now, that's media corruption because all of these shows are owned by massive corporations that are basically dictating what they do. So they're blacking out any opposing point of view. And they're just towing the liberal line, the Democratic line. It does matter, particularly for younger people who think that everybody is liberal, everybody's Saturday Night Live, you know, all their friends. They don't know there's another point of view, a much more effective point of view if you value problem solving. They don't know. And this is what reinforces it. And these corporations, CBS, NBC, ABC, uh, this is what they do. It's incredible. Not one Republican on from September to Election Day. OK, airlines, as you know, we have been uh, mocking the um, Department of Transportation led by Pete Buttigieg for allowing the airlines to basically disintegrate before our eyes. Now, tough Pete's taking some action. He's fining six airlines, uh, a total of seven point two five million, which is peanuts um, and demanding they give six hundred million dollars of refunds to customers when the plane didn't take off. So, I mean, you can get stranded, and and these airlines are going, blank you. We're not going to give you your money back. So the airlines are frontier airlines, a very small, uh, not well-run airline in the United States. And then Air India, uh, Air Portugal, Aerial Mexico, El Al Israel, Colombia, Avianca. Those airlines all got fined, and they got to give all this money back. Will they? Pete, probably not. You know, they'll give you a voucher or whatever. But notice there aren't any big American airlines, like American or Delta or United or JetBlue. No, no, no. no. Because the Biden administration doesn't want to alienate them. They do the same thing. All right, here's Buttigieg. Go. If you get canceled or you experience a major delay and uh, don't travel, uh, then you deserve to get your money back. You're entitled to a refund. That refund needs to come quickly. Uh, We expect it within about seven days uh, or less if if you pay by credit card. But what we saw was a lot of airlines, especially during that COVID period, uh, either dragging their feet, stringing passengers along or uh, in some cases outright refusing to give those refunds. That's where enforcement comes in. Yeah, well, it took you long enough, didn't it? I had to go uh, viral, as they say, last April because the situation was so bad. So now it's November. I'm finally doing something. Our government at work. Smart life. We have a uh, magnetic bumper sticker that you should get. Live the smart life. Okay. And I know that's a lot of you, that's why you're associated with the No Spin News, BillOReilly.com because we're trying to give you stuff that helps your life and we have another one comes from Dave Murray in California so Dave likes to use freetaxusa.com freetax usa one word freetaxusa.com so what does it do well it helps you fill out your federal tax form free now you got to go there and you got to look If you need assistance, a person to help you, that costs eight bucks or something like that. But they make their money because if you have to file a state return in addition to the Fed, then you have to pay them 15 bucks to help you out with that, which is peanuts. So all I'm going to tell you is freetaxusa.com. For those of you who don't have long form and a lot of deductions and a lot of this and a lot of that, May be worth checking out. It's very reasonable as far as we can tell. If you do use it, please let us know. That is the Smart Life segment. Here is the final thought of the day the BillO'Reilly.com Christmas store is open. I want to save you money because you're going to need it. Okay, this is number one here. You got every killing book every single one all 12 all right and you can buy them in bulk and we will give you a very nice price so this will give you an amazing array of gifts for far beyond what they would cost individually then we have the three book killer bundle okay killing the mob killing the killers and killing the legends now these are the three most recent books And we are taking thirty six dollars off them. Okay, again, this is going to save you. And these are great books. People don't have to like me. They open a book and they start to read it. All of these books. I mean, there's 19 million copies of my book in print. There's a reason for that. They're fun to read. Okay, if you're not the literary type or you don't know anybody who likes to read, let's go to the other stuff in the BillOReilly.com store. Stand up for your country. Coffee mugs are back. They sold out last year. They're back. And they are the best. I use them every single day. Three colors. Then we have Live the Good Life metallic bumper sticker. You don't have to paste it on. So Live the Good Life, the Smart Life. I don't even know what my brand is anymore. Live the Smart Life not a political statement okay it's a statement telling everybody that you're kind of living the smart life and we have that metallic we also have a uh, stand up for your country metallic uh, bumper stickers beautiful gorgeous then we have christmas ornaments god bless america christmas now these i have on my tree red white and blue and we're keeping the prices of all this stuff down these are beautiful, beautiful Christmas ornaments. And finally, a uh, premium membership and concierge membership to BillO'Reilly.com gets you discounts on everything, big discounts, and a free book. Any book of your choice that I've ever written can be yours free if you sign up for premium or concierge membership. So, anyway, that's the BillO'Reilly.com Christmas store. It'll save you a ton of money. Make a list of people that you want to gift, check it twice, like Santa. Go to BillOReilly.com Christmas Store. We are saving you time. We have not raised our prices. We are looking out for you. Thanks for watching us and listening to us tonight. We'll see you tomorrow. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash built or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.